Hey, everybody, and welcome back to episode 14 of the Chasing Grand Champ podcast. As always, I am Tom, your lovable host, here to talk about Rocket League some more. And today, I have another another podcast host. I'm knocking out the podcast scene right now, talking to as many people as I can out there on the Rocket League podcast scene. We're making the rounds. Today, from the ASAP Weekly podcast, I have the host... I'm guessing one of the one of the main guys of the show, Flash. Thanks so much for uh, coming to hang out with me and talking some Rocket League. Thank you, thank you. I'd like to say I am the main guy. Um, uh, yeah, I just like you know if my ho- my co-hosts listen to this, I'd like to uh, just make sure that's you know crystal clear <laughs> that everybody knows that everybody knows that you're the guy. I'm the guy. All right. Yeah. Don't I, get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. All right. Um, Good. Well, yeah. I will never question that again. <laughs> <I'm> just. <laughs> Being 100% serious? Yes. Come on, we both know it. We are 100% serious it. podcast hosts, all right? That's what, that's what it takes, all right? The professionalism, that's what gets you there. When, you, when you're going to make it, you got to take it serious. That's why I have such good intros. Great intros, great intros. Yeah, the best. Okay, Flash, so uh, here at the Chasing Grand Champ podcast, all we do is talk about playing Rocket League. So why don't we start it off and you tell me a little bit about where you are in your own relationship with the game of Rocket League. In my in my own relationship with Rocket League? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, lay it all out for me. <laughs> I'm currently uh, at a I champ one. I'm sitting at champ one in threes. Um, and it's just been kind of stagnant for a little bit where you're kind of stuck and it's like hard to move up, hard to move down. Um, and... I'm really feeling the um, the time pressure. I don't know if you ever get this, Tom, but uh, where where it's like if you only have a couple hours and you know to get better, like you should probably should just be practicing. But instead, you're like, no, I'll just like try to get a couple ladder games in, you know. <laughs> and that's probably mm-hmm. the worst mentality to have <laughs> to improve. But um, that's probably why I'm hovering at about that champ one. Um, maybe sometimes dipping down to div threes uh, kind of level. So um, that's currently it and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you mostly play threes. Yes, yes. threes is the go-to. Um, okay. Are you even? Have you even done like your ranked or your placement matches in any other uh, uh, mm-hmm. of the playlists? I, I played ones occasionally, but not enough to rank up. <laughs> I think. Wow. Okay. You so might find me in gold. Are you... you know, doing uh, air dribbles. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ranked in twos at all? No, I, I don't. Do you even uh, know where you are? I do play occasionally. I think I'm high plat, low div, uh, low, low diamond um, in twos. Um, but it's it's oh, very okay. much a, um, you know, there's there's a Twitch streamer I like to play with sometimes. That he plays twos a lot, so that's when I'll play twos. But except for that, not really. Got it. Okay. Uh, do you usually solo queue or do you play with other people? Um, I find, I find I, I try to solo queue as much as I can. Um, if I do play with other people, I want it to be the same people every time. Um, cause if you're constantly changing, I feel like it takes, it takes like a whole one session just to kind of mesh well. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you're constantly switching or you're playing with new people, it's, I always find that it kind of throws me off and I might as well just be playing solo queue cause I feel I feel that when you, when you kind of you don't want kind of 
the same mentality of every game going to the next game, especially if you're not used to each other. Um, so sometimes when when I'm playing ones with a teammate, right, that means in every game, it's not just your performance that's affecting the game. In, in theory, it's kind of like yours and your teammates' uh, performance. So if you're both kind of mad from the last game, then you're br- both bringing that into the new game or even like slightly or slightly something slightly off. You're bringing that into the new game. And I feel if you're solo queuing, then it's only you that's bringing anything from the last game into this game. And there's a you know a random mm-hmm. chance of getting something probably better or, or like a different mentality coming from your teammates. Sure. They're hopefully just coming in fresh. Exactly. Or you're taking a very optimistic approach. I, I want both my teammates to be on a five-game winning streak. All right? That's to counterbalance. <laughs> That's just what you're That's telling That's what I'm yourself. telling myself, yeah. Have you been into Champ 2 ever in threes, or has it been strictly Champ 1 for you? Champ 1, Div 4. But I, Sorry. Um, is that the right? Yeah. Yeah, champ yeah. one div I mean, four champ and one then drop four. back down. So haven't okay. haven't quite you know stabilized at anywhere above champ like in champ two yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what season did you get champ one? Like how long have you been in the champ one area? Uh, champ one, I got uh, it's like two months ago or a month ago. Okay, so it's also oh, pretty it is recent. Very recent. So <laughs> you're just like getting into this area. It's not like you've been sitting there. No, forever. no, no. I. I I've okay. I was um, for a while I was kind of stuck diamond one, and then I was stuck diamond two, diamond three, and now I'm kind of stuck champ one. So it's it's still a progression. So it's still it's still there's no fall from grace yet for me. Shall we say? Right. If it, if it's only been a few months, I wouldn't say that's yeah. I mean, a few months is a few months, right? But in the terms of like, depending on how you look at the game, that's not being stuck anywhere. That's that's just kind of you know hitting a plateau yeah yeah and i always like because um i started playing the game what uh, just over a year ago oh and you only have a year in the game so how many hours do you have total do you have an idea okay so So you're champ one at a thousand hours about yeah that, that that seems about right i mean i didn't hit champ one until 2018 and that was after playing the game for you know three years so, to be fair, I mean, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say you're doing. I'll just say fine. there's there's two things that were going for me. Um, okay. One, when I made the switch to this game, I like I I was already, I've hit like top five percent in most games that I'd played before. So Overwatch and Hearthstone, for instance, I was like a top like a top player. So this is about the equivalent. So I I. I never, I was never worried about getting that. So I had that kind of work ethic. But on top of that, I was in a pretty uh, breezy university like section. Um, and there's so many videos and like help things that you can like take from that. Obviously, when you started playing the game, they weren't like people hadn't figured it out yet. So even mm-hmm. now, like Platinums are doing things that like in season one would probably beat like the best teams in the world, right? Like. <laughs> So sure. it, it's a little easier because, you know, I just go how to quick aerial on YouTube and then there's a perfect tutorial. And like I what what I did is I took all the basic skills that I need fundamentals or like things that, um, you know, things that, you know, I could take forever to figure out or I can just literally Google them because they're basics in some sense. Um, you know, like how how, uh, how to do air dribbles or, or how to do air dribbles are a little more advanced, but maybe like um 
wave dashes, right? Um, wave mm-hmm. dash tutorials or half flips, um, all that kind of stuff. Quick aerials, um, getting used. Yeah. While yes, I did. I obviously put in a lot of practice, especially the first two or three months I played the game. I played a ridiculous amount. Like I, I hit platinum at three or four months of playing the game, and that was just because I, I took I way back when I played StarCraft, and in in that game, mm-hmm. if you want, if you want, like right now, if anyone wants to start playing StarCraft now. Like I can give you a build and you can just practice that over and over and over and over and over again. And if you perfected it, if you perfected this mm-hmm. series of moves, you should have enough things to just attack and not have to move your units at all. Just straight attack. Cause you have more stuff than anyone below gold. If that makes sense. So my mentality was, let me get my base level of skill, right? Pure mechanics at a level. That's like, I, that's the kind of thing I could do really well at is, let me learn all the basic mechanics way, way, way faster. Let me stay in training mode. Um, and then and then only when I've practiced everything like a stupid amount, then I'll start switching back into played mode, rank mode, if that makes sense. So would you would say that that's how you approach Rocket League at first? That is. That's why I had such a quick progression, right? So that's that's why okay. I felt like... And it's some reasons, some reasons why it's like now I don't feel that progression is because, or even though I'm saying, oh, it's only been a month and whatever, I've still slowly progressed um, is because I don't feel like I have the time or maybe, maybe the routine, I suppose, as well. um, Sure. mm -hmm. So what was, what was the highest place that you got in In, Overwatch? Like were you top 500 in Overwatch? That's like top zero point. Okay. (laughs) Uh, in Overwatch, I was I was uh, masters ranked, so that was a top five percent. It wasn't. It's it's still okay. a little bigger. So not grandmaster, but ma- I mean that's mm-hmm. still pretty and then darn in good. In Hearthstone, I was a top three hundred North American player at some point. So, um, <laughs> although that game's a little different because it's a card game, I mean, that's it's a little different. But but it's right. the same mentality because I, I even even someone who who's playing completely unrelated video games said if people know how to get good at video games then they can get good at Hearthstone. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if you are really willing to put in the time and energy and effort into anything, like this, this could just as easily be a podcast about League of Legends or Overwatch or whatever. Like I sat down, I practiced this thing, I got better, and then I ranked mm-hmm. up, or and then I practiced this thing because I noticed I was bad at it. And then I got even better and I ranked up farther. Like, I mean, you take out Rocket League and then insert whatever you want in for Rocket League. And it's the it's the same idea, except we talk about the specific mechanics and ideas behind mm-hmm. the game of Rocket League as opposed to and Overwatch. My theory is at least Rocket League was that way for me up to Diamond 2. Because um, when it came to pure mechanics, like I felt I could get... I could rank up to Diamond 2 just learning every mechanic and doing it better than everyone else. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and then, Oh, yeah. Like, I'm at a point now where, yes, I can learn a flip reset or whatever, but that time is probably ill-spent because it's much more important to kind of know the flow of the game and make smart decisions and be consistent when you have to be, I suppose, at, at, to kind of rank up a champ than it is like, oh it's time to you know grind 300 hours to learn that really really advanced mechanic that really isn't helpful to way way later and so it's interesting that you say that because i feel as if 
Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth on this because obviously, like, if you listen to the Knox episode, yes, which yeah. you said that you did, and those of you out there in internet land, uh, if you haven't listened to the Knox episode, it was excellent. I would strongly mm-hmm. suggest going to listen to it. And I'm not saying that because it's my <laughs> podcast and I'm biased. You should just listen to it. But one thing that we talked about in that podcast was just not playing mm-hmm. stupid. And I don't like putting things in in the negative, like with not. Um, just for many different, well, one specific reason, uh, because your subconscious doesn't hear negative things. So all it hears is play stupid. So playing, playing Rocket League smart is something that everyone should do or learn how to do eventually. And there's a part of me that feels that, that even at champ one, you can raise your mechanics to another level to move beyond champ one purely based on Mm-hmm. mechanics so that you can move more efficiently and effectively than uh, your opponents. So, you know, if you were to put in the time to take your mechanics to another level, you could outplay everybody on the pitch purely based on those mechanics. And at the same time, there's also the idea that if you were to just play uh, smarter, then you would be able to win more games like, as well. Yeah, and to that point for me, it's always about being cost effective, um, especially when I feel more and more scrunched mm-hmm. for time given, you know, other life, work, all that stuff, right? And so um, sure. like I know if I want to have a session where I, where I rank up, all I have to do is literally 20 minutes of training mode at least, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, and then I can probably get into game and I'm pretty happy with how I play relative to the level I am at. Um, and another big thing I find as mm-hmm. well is if I can, if I can get people who play at higher ranks and even play ranked with them, that that's always a like surefire way to realize like, Oh, this is what they're doing at the higher ranks. Like this is the kind of stuff you can't get away with anymore. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I feel like I, mm-hmm. Do you play with people that are better um, than yeah, you a I'm lot? For, like, fortunately, I can find champ three players that that are friends of mine, and so I can play, play with them. And I usually probably qui- the the most quickly I do uh, improve is whenever I'm constantly playing at a rank higher than the rank I'm currently at, right? Because um, then you're mm-hmm. you just feel like you go back, and it's like, oh, it feels like everyone's slow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very different. Uh, so, do you play in any leagues? Like, do you do MLE or indie gaming no, league no. or um, anything like that? I, yeah, I, I definitely don't have the time to play for league, like in leagues. Like, it just a consistent commitment like that. Okay, like, is not in the cards for me. Like, my practice at this point is scattered at best, right? And I think that's another thing of why early on I increased or improved so much is because it was like I could pretty much play daily. Like, I had that freedom of time, and now mm-hmm. it's like you know, maybe like two or three days, but not consistently the same days throughout the week. So it gets kind of rough. So let's go back and, and talk about that a little bit more. Uh, because you just said something pretty crazy right there. You said, you know, you practiced a lot and you got better. That's insane. It's crazy how that works. <laughs> There's this thing of like hard work and practice is really, really important, but working smart. Okay is more important um so like if i were to recommend to people like what's the fastest way to improve 
it's like yes work hard but on top of that like literally do the research right find the youtube videos see what people say like google basic mechanics for rocket league um you know there's there's a couple different videos from different creators um but you can just kind of take a range of what they're saying especially Mm -hmm. try to make it as recent as you can right the more recent the video even if it's some unknown you know rocket league player if they're a champ player or grand champ player like they'll they'll know what's up but also it'll help because it's more recent so they know kind of what rank corresponds to what you should be doing um and so learn what at your rank you should do really really Mm -hmm. well and then get really really good at that right like if if i'm talking about gold player it's learn a quick aerial and learn to hit the net that's (laughs) that's my recommendation for a gold player right um and then the platinum player might be start getting used to wall reads right um, start getting used to just driving around that wall and reading off the wall. Um, those are like basic skills. There's nothing fancy, but like if you understand, like have these little goals and build to those little goals, as opposed to, you know, um, what I'm doing right now, which is, you know, do do as I say is now as I do, which is I play, I tend to probably play too much ranked. Right. Um, and my theory is I'm slowly, you know, I'm slowly kind of, uh crawling my way up but i would be going a lot faster if i go you know probably look up find out what i should be improving at this rank like what's usually missing from champ one to champ two i'm sure there's a couple videos that have something on that and then after doing that i would um i'll kind of take those and practice those skills or, or at least think about those things in the game right um and make it really specific to your rank and that's a new goal and then then when i set that goal i can practice towards it and then it's more effective practice than just oh let me warm up and play ranked right so i mean you have to already know right you're you're a smart guy you know yes, what you're but missing it when when someone spells it out for you in a youtube video i think there's something really big to that or even having a higher ranked player just analyze one of your replays they gives it just gives a perspective mm-hmm. that that maybe subconsciously you know or you could like begin to analyze but someone goes no like this is a thing start doing more of this that that becomes way more helpful i feel than than me kind of guessing at like so it i think i think the the truth is i'm just not observing my games currently as much as it was before as well right i'm not kind of thinking about it as much right afterwards and and i think that's that's the key at least what i'm hearing because like i i think it's very interesting that you went through this whole process of spending a lot of i mean i don't know what it was specifically whether it was a lot of time in free play or a lot of time in training packs because you have the benefit of having training exactly that's true time that you played (laughs) this game like you came into it and you've had training packs we spent a year and a half without training packs and of course there was rocket league trainer which was a mod Mm -hmm. and that was awesome and you know, there were plenty of people that just got really good at the game, setting up their own shots in free play. And I kind of, you know, drove around mindlessly picking my nose for two years, not really thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, what am I doing wrong? And it's only been the last, you know, year that I've really focused on getting mm-hmm. better at this game. Uh, but at a point you know, you decided I'm, I'm curious when you got to champ one and these past whatever months that you just kind of been there, what was it that changed for you that you're not spending as much time working on your game and you're just it's, playing? I think it's, it's a combination of, of fun factor, right? 
and and um like work life getting really busy so because i am constantly because i have so many things i have to plan and do for work related reasons right um all of a sudden where before i'd be like sit down and be like especially when you're fresh or whatever or you don't have too much going on the day i can be like all right let me dedicate half an hour let me plan something out um let me yeah take take some time to kind of figure out what i want to practice and then let me start practicing that consistently right um but now it's like no i get back from work i just want to relax and so but you know it's obviously contrary to my goals right um but it's kind of a thing of hey i want to yes i want to get better at this game but i also you know at a certain point in the day when your mind's kind of mush i just kind of want to play a couple games you know (laughs) and so i i I think yeah oh i think for me it's i'm at a point now where the game the game is fun every time i play because i i have fewer chances to play it um and even though my goal is to improve and to get better um maybe it's because there's other stuff that kind of subconsciously you're like all right there's so many other stuff i'm thinking about i don't want to be thinking about this kind of thing again right um and obviously that's the luxury of Mm -hmm. being a university student last year um and and having that time you know throughout the day to do to practice and get good at something because you only had a couple right now you're like a real person with a job and paying bills and and so multiple jobs and living out there in the real world then just I don't mm-hmm. want to say ju- I don't want to minimize going to college because it obviously takes well, time and it, effort. It, and to be fair, I uh, had like you know, thinking the way my degree was set up. There'd be practicum times and there'd be in class times, and the practicum times would be like, okay, I'm off the face of the sure. earth for two months. Um, but the actual in class times were yep. severely easier because of it. So I was in a thing where it's like, oh, okay, for two months I can really like sit down and do something like different completely. But then when it became like you actually have to practice the stuff that's when it was like, okay, no, no, now you don't really get to play. <laughs> so, um, and mm-hmm. I get a little bit of that feeling now, obviously it's a little different. Um, but yeah, no, if, if I, I've, I've honestly thought about this for a little bit now, if, if I may, Tom, if I may take it, <laughs> um, please, like, what would yeah. it be like to, I don't know whether it would be an org or, um, to sponsor or something to like take a year of my life and just practice six to eight hours a day and just see if I could get to a pro level. Like that always intrigued me. Right. And, um, Mm -hmm. man, like that would be something amazing and awesome to do, but also it's like, no, no one's going to give me that opportunity. But (laughs) if someone theoretically did, if someone came to me and they're like, listen, all right, like here's X amount of money. It doesn't have to be too much, like too, um, too much, but just X amount of money for your year with us see if you can make it to at least a pro level, you know, or at least hit the top 100 or whatever it is. Right. Um, would I be able to do it? Yeah. Through my kind of method of practice and just through sheer will, um, like would that work out? Right. And I think I, I, I believe obviously I'd have to mm-hmm. believe that in a year I could do it, but um, with the way work is now and with, with kind of life moving on for me, I'm always thinking like, but I don't think maybe I'm getting to the point where I don't think I have the, where the opportunity will just no longer be there ever, right? Because I'll only do, you know, be be a real adult and not just play video games, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, but I mean, so you have two jobs, so obviously you're working mm-hmm. a decent amount, 
And if you were to come home and spend two or three hours a day mm -hmm. just working on your game, do you think that you have the capability of getting to a place where you can play it that if my high job level? did not involve prep that had to be done at home right and if it was consistent every mm -hmm. day work as opposed to weird hours then i think i think i could mm. definitely improve at a significant rate if that makes sense um but now i'm at a point where mm -hmm. like in theory my hours you know are not they're not more than a regular work week but they're just because they're all over the place it it makes it really hard to have right. a consistent basis so so yeah if if i had a you know sure. 9 9 to 5 uh, job that I could go in and then forget about as soon as I left and then practice two hours on top of it. Um, then I think I probably could yep. one get motivated again, but two also, I think, um, would I be able to get to a level that would be the same as if I was doing it full time? Might over time, over X amount of time. I think I would have to really like. It would have to be so diligent about it does that make sense tom like it, it would be oh mm. yeah of course i mean that's that's how you get to a high level in anything right you have but, to be but the difference is completely like, committed to it it's not oh this is the only thing i'm doing and i'm diligent at it it's i've done eight hours of work mm -hmm. in the day and now let me be diligent for another two hours and maybe like eat food and sure work out you know and <laughs> like do take care of yourself talk to people <laughs> like, right <laughs> it's it's definitely difficult if that makes sense i i struggle with the same thing because i i obviously thoroughly enjoy doing this podcast and and making other content uh and at my core part of me really wants to just be mm -hmm. as good as i possibly can at this game and that's why a lot of my content and that's why this podcast is about playing rocket league because i want to be thinking about or expressing you know the process of getting better mm -hmm. at rocket league even when i'm not playing rocket league and doing these other things that i i want to do uh because at the core like i want to be getting better at this game mm -hmm. as often as possible and being a content creator and uh you know wanting to be better at this game like they they are burning my candle at both ends right like i would rather be practicing right now or i i could be practicing right now and i get to create a podcast so that i can upload another one and be consistent with that um because you're not a content creator if you're not creating said content so i completely and on top of that i have a full-time job that i go to you know monday through friday uh so i i completely understand um where you're coming from in terms of the dilemma of you know having this goal of wanting to be as good as you possibly can and not necessarily knowing that you are able to even uh attack that because you you just don't have the time or mental and emotional and energy capacity I, to go after I will say one thing it. that I do think having a podcast does help 
um, while like, yes, in theory, I could use that day to practice or whatever, but it does kind of create a consistent line of like, this is also something I'm doing that's creative and people are listening to. And so it keeps, it keeps part of me that like, it was like, Oh, I really wish I could be practicing. But if I, uh, because I have the podcast, it's almost like I can t- take that on hold for a little bit. So the fact I'm, you know, that, that one day I'm not getting in practice or whatever currently to me doesn't matter because it just, it's keeping me within the scene. If that makes sense. Like, um, one thing that sure. I would be afraid of, especially if I didn't have the podcast, is as life got busier is, um, and obviously, like I said, because of the inconsistency of my schedule, I haven't built a consistency of like, oh, I'm practicing every day, right? Um, and so what I'd be afraid of is mm-hmm. if the podcast stopped or I stopped doing it, then it would just be like, oh, okay, Rock League's another game for me, you know? And it's not, it stops being the competitive game. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like where your life is now, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting, like there is a there is a reasonable difference in age between mm-hmm. us, and you're at such an interesting point in your life because you're transitioning into the workforce, quote unquote, <laughs> being a real yes. adult. Uh, and I tell you that that whole idea is just a bunch of BS. Like you do whatever you want and whatever makes you mm-hmm. happy. Um, and I'm certainly finding that out now at, at my old age, you know, I'm not quite an okay boomer. I know that that is a thing now. I'm not, I'm not that old and I'm certainly much older than the average rocket league player. Uh, that being said, uh, do you feel like you're, are you, are you dissatisfied with what you're able to do with the game now that your life is what it is? Or are do you feel like your goals are shifting with the game because your life is what it is, uh, and is that why you're mostly spending your time just playing instead of practicing and really honing some of your skills? I think yeah, no, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I think because when I started playing the game, I. It was for it for me. It was like once I really put was putting time into it. It was like this is the last thing that I'd want to go pro in. If that makes sense, that was really? my mentality when you started when playing. Started it. Playing. Wait, it it was what you wanted to it was do. The, no, no, it was the last thing I'd try to go pro. Okay, in, if that makes sense. Okay, um, because I I'd done like I've won a bunch of Hearthstone tournaments, like online stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and Overwatch came out. It was like, oh, it was a big thing. I quit League of Legends, <laughs> and I and I played Overwatch, and I was like, oh, maybe I can do something from this. And obviously, I created a university team, and that actually worked out in my favor. Um, even though I kind of stopped that that game has stopped for me being the main game. Um, and you know, StarCraft Two was was my main game since 2010 for most of the most of the time. So, um, and Okay, well, here, here, if if I may uh, divulge a bit. No, you may uh, not. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, right no, to me, it's... When I was um, like 16, 17, there was like a semi-pro soccer team um, kind of happening. It, it was um, It was starting to be formed and they were doing tryouts for it. Um, but I kind of felt bad because the last time I'd played competitive was like about a half a year before the actual trials started. 
Um, and that was mm-hmm. kind of my like last ditch. Okay, I made like like I like obviously love soccer, and so I went and went for it, and then um, didn't make it obviously because I hadn't played for six months. <laughs> um, but it was fun because I tried it when I was sixteen, seventeen. I was like, okay, this is like a cool thing. Um, and so like to me that was like, oh, that's kind of like a missed opportunity because like I almost wish I'd been more serious with it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is like you know pursuing a dream kind of thing, right? And so sure, yeah um when later i started kickboxing um i'd been doing karate actually at the same time i was doing soccer and so naturally through that i switched into kickboxing um and i was actually able to win an ontario championship for an amateur level um Mm. so provincial or like state i guess championship for for amateur kickboxing um and that was like a drive and it was great but it was also like i like my brain so (laughs) So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, that's Fair. why I ended up leaving that. Cause I had a pretty bad national, um, I had two fights in a row at nationals and the second fight kind of ended me exhausted and beaten up a little bit. It was against a world champion at least. So that was cool. But, uh, but, uh, it was, it was wow. like, you know, I, they, I, after that fight, I was kind of like, I, this isn't something I can keep doing. Um, and sure. so then it kind of switched to esports games, if that makes sense. That kind of drive and passion of like, mm-hmm. I want to be the best at this thing, or I want to try to make a career out of this, right? Um, yeah. And so you know, la di da 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 on the line. When Rock League, when I started getting good at Rock League, it was like, like let me try, it. let me see if I can, um, make be a pro, right? Get pro in this game, you know. That was my mentality, mm-hmm. and like. That's why I'm thinking about this, like the the, the one year suggestion I made earlier, right? And um, obviously, right. I don't think it's realistic, but like if I'd saved enough money, maybe to like live off for a year or whatever it is, right? And took sure. it seriously and said, like, this is my last ride. I don't have any regrets. That's I think that's where I'm at. Is like I wish, yeah. I I want to take you know I I rather say like you know take a year and it not succeed and say. Man, I tried to go pro and you I tried it. to do it. You tried. Then, then now be like in this weird phase where it's like, I never, like, I felt I got to the brink of starting to, you know, starting to get good at the game. And then, and then you stop. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I, you know, like, man, like, what if, what if, you know? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I have, so. Did you have any final thoughts on no, that? No, I, I just want to show you. Off. I just want to say that's kind of how my mentality is now, right? Because you want to get to the bottom of yeah, my mentality sure. now. It's like I feel like the game's on hold for me because I don't have a consistent schedule and, and I have um, other things to take mm-hmm. care of. Um, uh, but the goal and the, the dream, right, is I want to take time and say, you know, I gave it my best shot. I want to be pro. So, so that's really you cool. shared. I, ha- I, I will kind of... Because I think please I think please about do. this a lot. Thank you. Um. <laughs> as listen, as a host, I'll, I'll tell you, this is probably the most you've heard me in the last like thirty episodes of the show. Uh, no, well, I, I just I laugh because I feel like sometimes as a host you yeah. talk less. You get really good at asking questions and listening, and maybe cracking joke here or there, but you you start to talk less. So uh, I. I'm using your podcast. No, yeah, I mean, and it's great. That's that's the point, and I appreciate it. And I I think you know, as I I'm able to get more and more community members, uh, you know, it's it's almost a really cool opportunity because 
what is a podcast? Like it's just a conversation, right? So some of these community members out there that are shoutcasters or YouTubers or whatever, like these are just real conversations, right? So it's it's just talking. So you get to dig a little bit deeper into some of these things that you wouldn't see in a seven or a 10 minute, uh, you know, YouTube video or things of that nature. So it's really cool. And I, I really appreciate uh, and, and enjoy doing that. Um, but kind of like in, in the same vein, I'll try and not take the rest of the time for this uh, because just like you said, you know, hosts oh. don't, I kind of want, I yeah, want to know and, that. And I want to share it with you because I think just based on like what you said, you'll find it interesting as well. But before I hop in, like I do my best to not talk a lot and I'm extremely windy, but also I feel like I have reasonable things to say and hopefully everybody out there does as well because I mean, we still get downloads. I still get downloads. So somebody thinks I'm not completely a goof. Anyways, so when this game launched, we were talking a little bit about it before we started recording. I mm-hmm. started another podcast called Epic Ariel with uh, the great Roguish Elf. Shout out to Roguish Elf. He's not listening to this, but that's okay. Uh, I love that guy. And we had we had great chemistry. We had a great podcast. It was, it was tons of fun. <laughs> um, and we were like early, early, early in Rocket League, like when the only tournament that anybody had to play was the ESL tournaments. Uh, and you probably don't even know what those are because they were gone long before you even probably, I mean, you might've known what Rocket League was. Yeah. But like they, those tournaments like haven't existed for quite, they might be doing them in the EU, but they haven't existed here in NA for a while. They were like $75 tournaments every week on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, and Matt and I, had the pleasure of shoutcasting one of those mm-hmm. first ones. And there was another guy who you may know, uh, he, d- he doesn't do a lot in the community anymore just because uh, he now works at Twitch. Have you heard of CloudFuel before? Yeah, I played a game game with CloudFuel recently. Oh, okay. CloudFuel started something called Rocket League Central and Rocket League Central started running. Uh, they were like the first community. He, he was the first community like Rocket League tournament organizer and and really what started the pro scene out like and so he listened to the show he was on our show uh you know was a friend of the show was very good to us and and gave both me and hillman opportunities hillman became a big admin with with that group and and would work on all the tournaments and i had every single opportunity that i could have wanted to uh cast for Rocket League Central in those tournaments. Um, like I was I was in real estate at the time. And so my days were kind of like at the whim of whatever I had to do or whatever I felt like doing. And so I had the time to also shoutcast tournaments that were happening during the day, whatever day. Um, so I was like in it from the beginning. And I remember shoutcasting tournaments with Shogun and Johnny Boy. Like I worked with both of them. I I can't I might have done something with Wave Punk. Like I can't remember all of the people that I worked with, but you know, I worked with all of those guys that are all professional shoutcasters right now. And I and I said this to you and I, I will happily admit it because I think it's good to know to understand like what people go through. I was not necessarily in the best mental state or emotional state at that time, like there were parts of Rocket League that were more of an escape Mm -hmm. 
from like what was going on in my life as opposed to something that I was engaged in to make myself better, which is 100% what I look at it as now. Um, so there came a point or I, I told myself that I wanted to have those kinds of opportunities, but I didn't necessarily want to put in the work to get them. And so like I wouldn't shoutcast anything on Sunday just because I wanted to have my Sunday free mm. to like hang out with my family. And that's when the ESL tournaments were happening. And then I also told myself at one point that I needed to grow up. I needed to be an adult and stop doing all this Rocket League stuff. And so I ended the podcast and wasn't really putting any effort into casting or getting my name out there. And two months after that, uh, they announced RLCS. Um, and of course, I didn't have I didn't have the resume or the <laughs> the what's the word I want to use the experience that these other guys had like Lawler and Wavepunk and Leaf, like all those guys had been working their asses off to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I, I don't regret it anymore. Like I don't have regrets. I don't beat myself up about it, but at the same time, like I, I am confident in myself mm -hmm. or I, I have the belief that if I could have ingest ingested, injected myself or put myself into that that i could have i could be one of those people now but i did not invest myself fully in that and now on this you know this podcast my youtube channel all of those things are kind of my my second coming my second opportunity to say like i'm doing everything that i can to be <laughs> what i can yeah. in this game of rocket league and I want to, like, again, going back to what I said earlier, I would love to be able to just in, invest all my time to see how good I can be at this game because I don't feel like I've gotten there. And I know to be able to do that because I have bills, I have a wife, I have two dogs that I have to take care of, I got to keep the lights on, I got to put food on the table. Like if I really want to spend two or three hours a day playing the game of Rocket League, then I have to have some other kind of income. And if I want life to be Rocket League, then I have to do something like what I'm doing right now to be able to fund myself. So I'm thinking, okay, create the content, build the foundation, and then I can do something like that. So it's all, I mean, it's all kind of full circle, but... Like I, I want to make that a possibility for myself. And I know the only way that I can really make rocket league, my, my thing mm -hmm. is more through a content play because I have the person, I mean, I don't want to like toot my own horn or seem mm -hmm. like I'm some hotshot. Uh, but like, I enjoy talking about it. <laughs> I enjoy being able to express myself creatively. Uh, and then, you know, getting to play the game on top of that is just mm -hmm. such an added bonus. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's, I feel like you're definitely going from the content creator perspective. And um, to me, at least I haven't gotten there. Obviously the podcast, my podcast is a thing. I'll, um, that I like building, but it's like, to me, it's like, it's, the it's podcast all about is a hobby. choice. Right. <laughs> and I think that's why I asked yeah. you like what your goals are. Because again, I work a full-time job and then I come home 
I hang out with my dogs for a little bit and then I sit down and I either practice for an hour or so. And then I'm thinking about, okay, what's my next video going to be? Like I'm thinking about a script. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about scenes. I'm editing. I'm Mm -hmm. pulling clips from old replays or new replays. Like I come and I sit down and I work on that for four or five hours every night. And then if I'm not doing anything on the weekend, I spend five or six hours working on that. Like it's a grind. And I want to do that because that's what I yeah. want for myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, I'm sure I, I yes. don't want to like throw you it's under good. the bus or throw shade. Like if you really wanted to do it, like you could do it too, or at least make <laughs> that opportunity for you or like at least go for it. And that's what took me back to the goals mm-hmm. is like, you know, if you really wanted to, maybe you could and like, now you're just playing the game because you want to have fun playing the game. Like you're happy with how you're playing. So it's more about just playing and having fun. And that's what it is. It, it, yeah. I think, I think that's fair. I think as well. Not to put words. No, I mean, no, no, no. I hate saying that. Like, I don't want to put you in a corner or anything. No, that's, no, no. It's, that's it's just kind it's of what fair I heard. Because, because I've, you know, I've said this before. I was like, as much as that's, that's the dream goal, right? Like I'm not doing enough to pursue that. If that makes sense. Um, and like, the truth is I know the limit of what I can, and can't do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's just gotten to a point that I don't want to, I don't want to (laughs) drown if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, at least, at least for the next little bit. And so, um, you know, it's, I, I do agree with you though. There's, it's the commitment and the drive I had when I started is not the same anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wish I could like rekindle that or some sense and kind of force it. Um, and you know, maybe that's it. I agree though. You know, I feel like there's definitely like at least an hour a day, like I could <laughs> right. squeeze out more than I do already. Um, and so I think, I think that's a fair assessment. Right. Cause then at, cause I feel like if, if you talked to me a year ago, it wasn't, it wasn't just a dream. It was the goal. Yeah, it was a it was a um, it was a it was an achievable thing that I could do if I followed the following steps. Mm-hmm. But now it's entered like it's still dream, you know, daydream territory. It's it's gone back to daydream territory, and the game is. I'm not taking it as seriously as I should, if, you know, if that's really my goal. If that makes sense. If that's what you wanted, yeah. like if that's what you were going for, yeah. And I feel like. Mm-hmm. There is certainly a point in time where, you know, you can sit down and invest yourself into something and like you're, you're not going, it's, it's an extremely serviceable hobby. Like you get that mm-hmm. uh, enjoyment out of being competitive and pushing yourself to be better and you're not necessarily, I'm going to be the best and I'm just going to work every day to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, like that's and you feel good about it like that's awesome mm-hmm. um and there's there's a big different i mean whatever it is that makes you happy at the end of the day is is the key and uh, like me where i am in my in my point in life like it's it's like if knowing what i could have done 4 years ago if i again like you said before if i don't take a stab at it and see what I can do, then 
10 years down the line, I'm going, I'm going to think what if, and I'm going to hate myself for it. And I don't, I don't want that. (laughs) It's yeah. So I mean, (laughs) it's kind of like a nuclear bomb of deep mind stuff. Uh, yeah. but uh, no, it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's you know, it's good to think about. It's why I ha- have begun to take this game and, and everything around it so seriously because, like, I, I mean, I love the game, I enjoy doing it, and I want to do whatever I can to like really make a go at it. Um, yeah, and I just chose it to be the video game and I'm sure, you know, you will at some point in your life come across something and be like, I'm going to do everything in my power to make this a thing. And Mm -hmm. you will remember this podcast and you'll be like, yeah, let's do it. It was all Tom. It was all Tom. No, it was not all (laughs) me. No, I, it's good. It's good. I may have had a little influence, mm -hmm. but it's certainly not all me. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I've had three um, meaningful discussions today. <laughs> oh, it's just been it's uh, just been a good Sunday for you then. It's been apparently, yeah, apparently it's been a great Sunday actually. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a refocus Sunday. That's that's what I'll call it. Well, There's, good. Um, back back when I was doing kickboxing, there was a a joke that my uh, you know teacher used to say is um back to basics like you know 2013 or back to base like you just say the year and you say back to basics you know what i mean uh-huh um and it is yes obviously for him it was like okay like learn to sharpen like obviously the very basics of what you're doing you know, you jab your cross all that stuff but it was also a um you know let's get focused again kind of thing so i'm very i'm grateful you know it's been good um <laughs> do you do you want to talk about the game itself <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we yeah, were. I something. think we were still. We were still talking about the game in a very roundabout way because I think it. I think mm-hmm. the the thing that I love about this podcast and and what I I really get out of having these conversations is, again, going back to that this podcast could be about literally anything, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be a Rocket League podcast. Like you, you inject. I heard axe throwing was a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knox yeah. is a pr- was a niche, a ni- an undiscovered niche. I didn't even look. Yeah. I have no idea. No, no, no. But I, the joke is like you know you always want to find a niche or you're starting a new podcast. So like, <laughs> axe throwing could be your thing. Oh yes. Anyway, sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, but you could apply the things that sometimes I talk about with people on this show to literally anything. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, I happen to at this point in my life, like I'm thinking about what can I really, you know, put my heart and soul into. And I just happen to love playing this video game. So I was like, okay, that's what it is. And there have been certainly plenty of times that I've thought, you know, I could do something else and have considered it and then told myself, no, you're not allowed to quit. Like you're not giving mm-hmm. up. You're going to do everything that you can to try and make this a thing before you give up. And I just, you know, got to give it its fair shake. And so I'm curious, uh, mm-hmm. with 
especially coming from something like Overwatch. Do you play on a controller or are you keyboard and mouse? Since like you, I, I do play with a controller. Okay. Yeah. So, as somebody that has been proficient in other games, mm-hmm. what was it like coming to Rocket League where there aren't necessarily a lot of um, skills that translate from like a shooter or other, uh, really any other video games into Rocket League? I, I'm going to be honest, StarCraft to me, like, I, I made the analogy before, mm-hmm. but the type of work ethic, like the let's build this skill and then this skill and then this skill, is like is the same to me especially in the beginning as a, as a starcraft where it's like learn a bit like learn this build and do it over and over and over again until you master it mm-hmm. um and so that mentality actually really helped in the beginning because it was to me it was it, it i felt like there was a lot of comparisons right um and i don't know if you remember day nine. Oh yeah from um i love that had, guy like, yeah so he he was the starcraft scene if anything he he was streaming before streaming Twitch. He did, yeah, because like, he did that thing he, on his website. Yeah, yeah, and Blip TV and all that. Like he, he was the guy. So like I've always followed him. Like I, I love the guy. But um, so he's in part he's an inspiration, definitely to um, me making podcasts and all that stuff. But um, what I want to say is the one-on-one comparison of like take you know learn specific skills and get better at them. I could just take straight from one game to the other, even if it was a controller, right? Like. Mm-hmm. The last time I played a controller game that I, you know, remotely got good at was like what Super Smash Bros, I guess. And that's not even like the same controller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So. So, yeah, no, that, that was definitely I felt that was a transferable skill and just like work ethic. Like I said, like I've competed in kickboxing and stuff. So like the idea of like, OK, I learned perfect your jab, learn to add a cross and then add your distant management, add your front kick, add your roundhouse kick, all that stuff. Right. So it it this like oh let's gradually build up right learn your fast aerials in rock league right so learn you're just used to that process it's to me like I've I've people said this before like for instance like I picked up hip hop dancing like out of the blue and people are like you why are you like why are you so good even though you haven't danced as much right uh huh and I'm like I've just I've 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 restarted so many times and gotten good at random things just because i could and people will be like oh my goodness that's so crazy it's like no i just i've you know done something for six months or a year and failed but because of that i've learned how to get better things faster and so i that process is to me is nothing new. do you feel like mm -hmm. do you feel like you just enjoy the early stage process of things I feel like I'm really good at the early stage process of things. And I think yeah. the reason that I ever made that goal was because I want to be the best. I don't want to just be the early stage process of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are impressed when you have a wide like range of somewhat, you know, interesting talents. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm also like, no, to me, it's like, I, I know how to put in that hard work early on to get good at it. Um, you know, and like some things, obviously, like soccer and karate was things that was chosen for me and I liked when I was really young. So those mm-hmm. are a little different. Um, those are like things I've learned over years, you know, but yep. like this kind of stuff, it's like I literally took singing lessons for a year just because like, <laughs> why not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And and I I just like I learn all the techniques. I understand the breathing. I like I I've, I don't I would not claim to be a good singer. OK, but like at least I've gotten more confident than I was before. And like that's the stuff but the yeah the final 
that final one percent is something that I'm, I suppose, still striving for in this game. Is is that that final like? You have you are I'm already better than most players in this game, right? Yeah, it's like and you are I also mean, better than most players in this game. If you right? if you get to champ, you are just like you said, you're in the top seven to five percent yeah. of so, the population. So to me, I there was never a doubt in my mind I'd hit champ. Yeah, like n- not one doubt in my mind because I've done mm-hmm. it so many times in different games and different like avenues in my life. But it's this last, you know get to that gc get to that last bit that i've never quite been able to do and i suppose yeah. that's part of you know that motivation if that makes sense so you said earlier that you just haven't been analyzing your games as much or paying as much attention so if you really had to break down right now if you had to mm-hmm. take a second to think about it like what that would be to like get to that point uh i'd be curious to know like if you could list one to three things of what that might be are these suggestions or things in game specifically because i i think there's things here i'll just i'll just go well no the things that are keeping you in champ one like if you if you if you could lay out like okay so i you know if you yes i got it like what's what do you think is keeping you in champ one right now all right good good okay um number one uh literally replay analysis um and i think one i have to look at my own replays and it's boring but it's a thing you have to do especially with can i stop you for a second yeah uh because this is this is something that i i would like to i don't i don't know what the general population of this the listenership of this podcast is uh and again i say this all the time i Mm -hmm. Like tell me on the Twitter or on in the internet somehow what like let let me yeah, know fair, on Twitter fair, yeah. what what your rank is because not you specifically mm-hmm. because we already talked about that but other people out there like let me know because I I know that there are some people that are Grand Champ that listen to this just because they find it entertaining and I don't know about everybody else mm-hmm. but I I want to challenge you right now because like watching and i don't know other things that you were going to say so if they fall in line yeah, yeah. i apologize but like watching replays super easy way obviously to look at your mistakes and i know that there are things in game that i yell at myself for over and over again that i could list off to you right now that are mistakes that i make mm-hmm. so i'm guessing that there are things that you are you know that you're dissatisfied with when you play the game of rocket league that you do pretty consistently that you can list right now, like without kind of the yeah, more, more general. general. Got it. Got it. So, yeah. um, yeah. Cause to me, I was still in the mind of like stuff I need to do to improve. If that makes sense. Okay. Specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, um, there's such thing as a dangerous clear. <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Please expand. I, I think the biggest I when you're kind of in the zone, when you're playing like, kind of on autopilot, like you'll just hit every ball no matter what. And there's mm-hmm. times where like literally you're not supposed to hit the ball. <laughs> there's times you gotta stop. You know, stop. It's not the time to hit the ball. What? <laughs> I'm not supposed to just always hit the ball. No, no, there's literally times you just let the ball roll by. <laughs> like anyway, I and I, I I'm sure there's Knox had a much better discussion last week with Flakes, right? But um, 
I think I think just in general, it's uh, something where if you're if you're just thinking about playing fast and mechanically, you become you know, um, as a good friend of mine says, fast and dumb, right? Where it's like, yeah, you're playing quickly, but you're doing wrong decisions, and the opponent's waiting for you. Um, yeah. Uh, second thing I would say is don't. And I think I think this stems from actually what you said, and if I'm trying to implement this a little much, if you are either even or ahead, oh sorry, yeah, if you're either either even or ahead, if you don't see your your third, you might not want to go for the ball. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like like because I when I'm playing aggressive, I'll play really aggressive, um, and I think when you're ahead. Uh, sorry when you're behind you can play a little more aggressive because it's kind of like at that point like especially if there's time running out you kind of have to play more aggressive like it's just it's sure. just let's go for it like what do you have to lose you have to get a goal um, but but safer if you are yeah if you're either even or ahead maybe safer plays sometimes are just the right answer just like if you are unsure of that third opponent or sorry is, if you're unsure of where your third teammate is then make sure you don't like don't take that risk if that makes sense um yeah the higher the level to play like you're able to just turn around and like make a defensive save if you have to but if like don't go for a ball if you're you know there's a high likelihood that your team is going to double come in and there's no empty net right <laughs> mm-hmm. um and that's not playing defensive that's just playing uh with awareness of your surroundings if that makes sense um recovery is is something that i think i was relative to the platinum or diamond players with i was very good at um but um, and this, I should really just install Bacchus mod for this or whatever, where they like throw mm. you and you have to kind of recover. But recovering and then being able to wave dash from any position onto the you know back onto the uh, grass is uh, is something yeah. that that like I don't do enough of. Um, mm-hmm. What am I? What other things? I think this is an interesting concept that I've been kind of wrestling with uh recently um is you want to play fast but you want to be fast with your reaction to what is happening so like it's almost like acceleration versus top speed if that makes sense is this 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 might be silly but like if what i've noticed is when i'm playing well i'm playing cautious in the sense that i'm kind of trying to be aware of everything that's going on um Mm -hmm. but then as soon as there's an opportunity to either make the save or go for a ball i'm there like my i'm responding right away and i think that is a big difference i see between levels is the ability to play slow and play like do your good rotations and do all the basic stuff but then explode if that makes sense and you go like okay now 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 i gotta make a quick save right i've I've done everything else like that's where people say they hesitate it's because their Mm -hmm. their reaction is not action the reaction is oh let me watch the ball go into my net um and so and so you can play safe but then also as soon as you see something changing immediately react to it and that that's something that is is difficult but also like that's that's where i feel i know i'm improving when i see some i'm playing smart but at the same time as soon as i like let's just say the ball is you know floating above my net i'm up there in an instant there's this push pull of like you you always want to be headed where you think mm-hmm. the play is headed. 
you know, you want to be a couple steps ahead as if you're playing chess. And if that doesn't happen in the game, what you think is going to happen, then you immediately have to respond yeah. and yeah. then go to wherever it, the next place is. Like you always have to be two thinking two steps ahead and responding two steps ahead. I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I think, you know, that is a big part of rocket league um, is I think that the best players are good at reacting fast. And it's reacting with the right reaction. Cause I think like, and I'll obviously get better at that, but like just general reaction is not necessarily good either. <laughs> Like, yes you know um here's the last thing that i'll say on this on this kind of like things and i i heard that i was playing with the gc sure. recently um no maybe not so recently. it was like a month ago but he said this and it stuck with me he said to rank up in this game you don't have to read your opponents you have to read your teammates and that's when you'll actually start getting good that was the quote so huh and his theory was because the opponents in some sense, the opponents have less possibilities because the only time you're really keeping track of them is when they're about to hit the ball. Right. So yeah. if they're about to hit the ball there, there's not many, there's a couple things they can do obviously, but it's not going to be so complicated as um, knowing where your, the play style and where your two teammates are. Cause you're so, so focused on the, yeah. ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what the opponent wants to do, right? They want to hit the ball into your goal. Yeah, or if they slow it down, they might try to deke. But like, it's still pretty. All things considered, you know what I mean. If they're more aggressive or less aggressive, like there's a kind of flow prediction state that most champs are kind of used to at this point. Of like, I'm pretty. I rarely get surprised by what my opponent is doing, right? But when I make an infield pass yeah. and I'm not aware of how my teammate's playing nor the positioning of my teammate. That's my mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, this is this is a big thing that, that I really... When he said that, that completely changed the way I kind of looked at the game. Um, because I was like... Yeah. No, like, you gotta, you gotta be aware. It's your mistake if you are predicting your teammates wrongly. <laughs> if you're yeah. predicting their play and style wrongly I, and you're reacting wrongly to I, what I, they do. Yeah. I think that's a super that is such a really strong point because like when I think about that, I actually last, I last week I got into champ three for the first time ever. Like I'm mid champ two. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm sitting, I went back down into the middle of champ two. Like I'm sitting at like 1330 Mm -hmm. right now, which is, I'm still very happy with where I'm at and was my peak was 1414. I think MMR, um, which I think, you know, I'm going to play a ranked game here and there, but most of my time is going to be uh, editing, uh, practicing, and then I'm going to make one last push for GC at the end of the season just to see if mm-hmm. I can get it. Anyways, what I started doing uh, when that climb started to happen was really be hyper aware of where my teammates were. Like I never over pushed. I never overextended, especially if my teammates were in front of me. Like I would just hang at the midline or the back line. And I'm a lot faster than I used to be. So like if I need to turn it on, I turned it on 
and did what I had to do or, you know, scored a goal or whatever. Uh, but I, I would play what I would consider like boring. And I, I think I talked mm. about this with Knox. Like I just played boring rocket league and, you know, I, I made it into high champ two uh, very comfortably. Um, so I think, you know, what this guy said, this GC is, is pretty wise, like being able to work around your teammates mm is probably one of the best skills that you can have in Rocket League. Like being able to adjust and work with whoever you're playing with is yeah. is huge. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it completely changed how I looked at huh. the game. So that's very um, interesting. It's yeah, and like I want to talk mechanics as well. Um because like I think because I, I kind of stated that like I believe kind of a diamond two that was like mechanically at this point to get better in mechanic is is a lot of effort with less results if that makes sense um so i think sure i think i suppose the mechanic that i should be working on now is the the quick turn in um a quick pivot in the air to react to what an opponent is doing if that makes sense? Not completely. I'm curious what you mean. Okay, so so I think especially as I see more people air dribbling and doing, you know, passing plays in the air. Um just like blind going for where you think the ball's about to go or kind of like predicting where the ball is going is difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But you can kind of do that and hope for the best. But I think I think we're really Usually the ball follows an arc, but with more people air dribbling, the ability to defend and also be able to adjust to how they're moving in the air is is like that next level that I haven't quite gotten mm. to. So just sense. better mm-hmm. air control, better car control. It's it is, but it isn't. If that makes sense. Yes, yes, it's better air control in general, um, but it's better air control specific to I guess two situations in Rock League. One of them being obviously you're like different angles for shots is always good but the second one being defensively in the air as more people get more and more comfortable yeah it it does i i think one of the biggest things for me right now mechanically is kind of along those same lines but on the offensive side of the ball or at least um Mm -hmm. with my uh my contact on the ball i find myself uh, when I'm going for touches, having to realign myself or make drastic moves in the air so that I can touch the ball because I'm not initiating my jump at the ball in a proper manner. So, mm. like, I, I'm not I'm mm. not getting good touches that can lead what I would call a productive first touch. Like, the rate of my touches that are productive on a first touch is very low, uh, especially, you know, in the high champ two, champ three area where I have to move a little bit faster than what I'm used to. Like I'm not able to move uh, and react to the ball comfortably and then also get a... Because you're moving faster, all of a sudden like your air control gets more wild, if that makes sense. And that it comes because you're moving so fast, you can't really readjust the way you do when you're moving slower. Is that fair to say? Or No, I mean... 
because okay. what's what the issue is is that mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not preparing my attempt right. So like say the ball is yeah the takeoff yeah the takeoff like if the, if the, the if yeah, the ball okay. is going off to the right across the field and I'm like in the middle of the field I might jump up facing directly towards the goal when I need to turn my car a little mm-hmm. bit to the right and then jump in the air so that I'm headed in the right direction mm-hmm. but I don't do that. So because I look at where the ball is and I go for where the ball is as opposed to where the ball is going so that once I get in the air, I have to adjust and immediately I cannot get as good of a touch on that ball because I'm chasing after it as opposed to coming into it. So that's the one thing that I really need to spend more time on is is really. And man, is that a hard mechanic to practice? I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, (laughs) And man, is that a hard it, mechanic to practice? Because it's it's different in every yeah, instance, right? Yeah, <laughs> and and really, it's not just yeah. about the car control, boost management, and all of that. It's also about, uh, you know, your awareness of what's happening in the game, and that's been one of my weakest points for sure. Is just general game awareness and placement and mm-hmm. and positioning. Like the the biggest feedback piece that I get from people like I played with Knox a few games right after we recorded and he was like, you played pretty well. You know, there were a few, um, there were a few positional things, but overall it was good. Like I get more feedback on poor positioning than anything else in my game right now. And that's why I feel like I was able to go up to champ three when I hunkered down and played smart because my mechanics are pretty solid. Like I, I can get to the ball. I can get good touches. I can score goals. I just suck at, I don't want to say I suck. I have room for improvement <laughs> uh, in being at the right place at the right time and then going after the ball in an appropriate manner. Mm-hmm. But all of those, all of those things <laughs> that you said were certainly valuable. And the reason that I, I prefaced it that way was because I, you know, people always ask the question, how do I get better at Rocket League? And so often you hear the response of, look at your replays, like watch your replays, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And watching your replays is great because you can see your mistakes. And if you, if you really challenge, it's good advice, but you want something that you can, I guess, take from the podcast right away, if that makes sense. No, not just that, but I, I just, I want to enable people to because not everybody wants to spend time looking at replays and like Mm -hmm. we're not all so good that we can't pick up one little one or like one to three things that we're making mistakes on consistently (laughs) in games that we know frustrate us that we can't take into free play Mm -hmm. or even the next game that we play that we could be better at so i want to enable people to be more aware of themselves in game or be able to reflect like in game or after a game, like, okay, I lost that game. What did I screw up in that game that I could try to be better at next game or spend 15 minutes on in free play right now and then hop back into another game instead of like, Oh no, I got to spend half an hour watching my replays. Like, yeah, if you do that, I will appreciate you and encourage you to do that. And if you don't want to do that, like, if you are diamond, if you're platinum, if you're even if you're champ one or two, like you're still making plenty of mistakes and probably the same mistakes on a consistent basis 
that you can think about them for five minutes, figure something out, and then focus on that one thing to make it better. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that rant. I'm in agreement with you. I have nothing more to add. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that is one way that you can just make the podcast host feel so good about himself. <laughs> uh, speaking of podcast host, uh, this is airing uh here coming up this week but i am also going to be joining you on your podcast as well yes i want to make sure that we get that in yes uh before the end of the show uh so that everybody knows and you of course host asap weekly uh and you yeah uh which is well why don't why don't you why don't we go into this before you talk about the podcast there are two things as you know, because you listened to the Knox episode and I, I called him out. Final thoughts. Look at you. You are learning. Excellent. Yeah, go ahead. There's a second one I'm missing. Which uh, is fine because I'm here and okay. you were expecting it. You got one out of two, which was better than him. Uh, love you, Knox. Just kidding. It's not a big deal. But go ahead. Uh, knock your knock, Final knock thoughts. it out. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I never know what to expect, uh, I guess, going into this podcast, so... Um, I guess my final thoughts is um, it's been a very meaningful conversation for me. Uh, we shall see if it is meaningful for the few <laughs> listeners. I just, I kind of like I kind of hope there's just like one listener that is like listening to all this is like yeah I'm not dealing with any of the crap that the <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, any any of the stuff that this guy's uh, dealing with. If one person um, gets something out of this, we've done our job. That's all that matters. Now that's you know what I like that mentality. Um, I'd also like to say I commend you as so much for doing interview podcasts um, because I I did it for a while. I think I did about seven of them um, in in an old podcast that shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> dark times, um, but uh, no, not really. Anyway, the point is the fact like trying to schedule people, finding them. I always found that it made for really interesting podcasts because you got different perspectives. Oh, but yeah. also the hard work it takes just to get organized people and like you, your schedule isn't consistent because of it. I, I definitely want to uh, commend you on doing that. And um, I think I mentioned this on our last, my podcast last time, but um, what I really like about your content as well is that it's, it's different from my content. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, cause I, I have this rule that if, if a podcast is doing the same thing I'm doing, um, cause I had a couple times, maybe not with this podcast specifically in rocket league, but in, in different games where there's other podcasts doing literally the same thing. I, I just wouldn't listen to their podcasts. If that makes sense. Sure. Because, because if we're talking about the same subject, I don't want to be influenced by them Yep. in the hope for originality. Yeah. Um, but in this case, uh, like for instance, like aftershock, right. Does a whole bunch of EU stuff, right. Um, so I'm inclined to listen to them and with you, you're doing all these like interviews with player base and it's just different. It's not exactly what we're doing. And so, I mean, especially this one, right? Like you're, you're kind of, you've, uh, you've, um, you've definitely found something that uh, like, I'm listening back to the older episodes and like you said, they're evergreen. So that Mm -hmm. means like you can listen back, you know, if you're listening to this episode, um, you know, feel free to go back to all those episodes because they're still relevant. So, uh, that's what I really enjoy about your podcast. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and that is really one of the, again, one of the things that I really wanted to aim for was to provide something that, you know, if you found enjoyment in one, you can always go back Mm. and listen to other ones and still get something out of it because we're not, and 
you know, Knox said that people are listening to his podcast from years ago, which I think is awesome. Uh, but at least when you're listening to this, you're still possibly getting something out of it that can be relevant for you today, which is cool. Okay. Yeah. Was that, that was in your final thought, was it? Uh, was that my final thought? I don't know. I, sorry, I, my, everything just blipped for me for a second. <laughs> like I, someone hit an EMP for a second. I don't know what just happened. I have this power good. surge, but you're, you're still good. We're still good. We're still recording. So good Starcraft uh, reference. <laughs> um, that was actually Halo, but, uh, <laughs> there's an EMP in Starcraft though, right? No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm okay. just, I'm just, no, I was just, drinking. I was making mm-hmm. sure I couldn't remember. Yeah, as long, as long as we're still recording, we're good. Um, no, I just want to say final thoughts, I guess. Final thoughts. How should I, you know. I have yeah. things I need to improve on. I'm probably being, you know, at least like 50% lazy with it. Um, and if I truly mean what I said through the earlier part of the podcast, I'm going to kick my butt into gear and get better. There. <laughs> well good for you and if you don't that's okay as long as you're happy and you're enjoying yeah, yeah. the game if not that... i'll just enjoy the game you know <laughs> yeah as long as you're happy playing the game that's all that matters and if you want to get better hey that's that's good for you i strongly encourage you to do so because mm-hmm. it's it's always fun getting better at something cool uh <laughs> okay so last thing is question to the audience if you could yeah, get feedback or any answers on something that you're curious about from the people out there that are listening uh what would that be what what would you want to hear about for rocket league right um because i know there's a bunch of people play it casually and a bunch of people play it more competitively i guess my question would be is if you do if you've played a game Pretty much, this can be a little more general, but I guess it's Rocket League related. If you've played the game competitively and like strived to be the best at it or whatever, um, was it hard to kind of, once you kind of kind of went back to casual or like went back to just kind of enjoying it and not thinking about it, was that difficult? Because I've, I've, uh, I've went through many waves in my life where, uh, you know, going from being competitive something and just kind of enjoying it as a game. Um, you know, most notably StarCraft 2, which took me forever to go from competitive mindset to let me just enjoy it. Um, you know, that does that, how successful are you in like turning that switch off? <laughs> mm. That makes sense. That is an interesting question yeah. because I've thought about that going back to the like the content and practicing mentality. I'm like, oh, I'll just be a content creator. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I get better at the game, that's awesome. But my focus will be on just create. And I, I can't, I can't turn it off. I don't want to turn it off. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So I, I would love to hear answers about that as well. Like, you know, how, how do you not do that? Cause, cause or feel for, that way for me anymore? at least is it was interesting with Starcraft is that was the one game I'd never hit diamond in. Mm-hmm. So when I ended up playing it again after like seven or eight years, I hit that diamond rank and I was done. I'm like, I, and you were good. And I was good because that was, that was the goal I set out in 2010 and in 2017 or 2018, I hit it. And so now I can play the game and have no goals and just enjoy it. So 
Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's always a point, right, that you hit and you're like, yeah, I've done what I came to do. Well, that's what I said in 2010, but what have I said <laughs> in Rocket League recently? I don't know. What have you said? Oh, no, I'm just, that was just a joke about going pro, right? Am I not going to be able to turn off oh, that switch right. until I hit? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yeah, I mean. That's, that's, that's something I'll have to decide on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it could happen. You never know. You never know. Not now, maybe not in five years. But it's a video game with a controller. That is fair. You know what? You, I'll be like, you, I'll be a you late bloomer. You could be forty-five in a. I want to be forty-five. You could be forty-five in a rocket league pro. Just walk in and. <laughs> yeah. You know. Drop the mic. I'm here. Watch my five flip reset. Goal. Squishy, <laughs> move over. That's what actually squisher is. That's what yeah. everybody will be doing in. Twenty forty. But you know, will oh there be gosh. new games there? <laughs> probably. It'll probably be Rocket League three or something. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think Rocket League has a very s- strong esports. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, especially if you have because there's just nothing like it. This model, like the kind of pass. Uh, oh yeah, like, that's a model you can consistently keep forever, <laughs> as long as yes. you just don't lose people, right? I will always give them my money. So, yeah. All right. Well, I will say uh, thank you for your time. This. Uh, has been enjoyable it certainly went in a direction that i was not expecting but that happens pretty much every single oh, time i had I no idea one of these episodes. This was, you know i thought we were going to talk about you know how to angle your car before you shoot um <laughs> uh, you know no nope. when's the best time to turn around for boost but like that that was not <laughs> not the show this week no that is not what this turned into and we might have a conversation about that in the future sometime when people start making the the rotation the around again. Uh, and I certainly look forward to having you back on again sometime in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course. It's been fun. So this was a real treat. And before we get going, um, tell people a little bit about your podcast and where they can find you out on the internet. Yeah, um, you know, ASAP Weekly on Twitter, um, also ASAPWeekly.com links you to all our episodes, and that link also has links to every streaming service, pretty much. Um, we do a weekly show where we, it's it's when RLS, RLCS is uh, kind of going really strong, that's that's a, largely our focus. Um, it kind of becomes esports, really esports related, um, but on kind of off weeks, um we do talk a little bit we have this beginners corner segment so we'll talk about beginner stuff um we'll talk about like team trades and stuff and we'll talk about i guess our week in rocket league and what happened in that week like for ourselves when we're playing and improving and stuff um you know and occasionally i'll try to be funny so (laughs) so that's that's kind of the show it it started out a while ago kind of just you know it it was really kind of started collegiate rocket league focused but um that's we did a listener survey and it turns out that is the least liked segment <laughs> um, because uh, contrary to my belief, it's not university students who are listening to us. So <laughs> there you go. So there it is. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, our Twitter has links to our discord and all that other stuff. So um, yeah. Nice. Super. Well, as always, you can find me on Twitter at I wanted just Tom on the YouTube, if you search I Wanted Just Tom, you can subscribe to me there. And you can listen I just to him a new video. Uh, recite poetry in his latest video. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It's doing uh, surprisingly well uh, so it's far. Good. But uh, I I had quite an adventure with that video. Uh, but I'm I'm glad that it is out in the world now. So yes, please subscribe to me on the YouTube. I would greatly appreciate it. Let me know what you think uh, on those comments in the thumbs up button. Pref preferably use that button. Um, and then, yeah, just uh, as always, you can also download the Anchor app and send a message to me there, whether it's feedback about an episode, an answer to a question, a question for the show, whatever you might have. Uh, you know, I would love to put more of those recordings onto future episodes as well. So that's a really cool feature that has not been utilized enough on this uh, on this podcast, but I would like to use it more. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about anything that has to do with Rocket League for now. Flash, again, thank you so much for coming to hang out with me. It has been a real treat. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, I definitely did. Um, Good. You know, I'm, I had fulfilling conversation um so i will i will take i will graciously take it with me you know into the Great. future endeavors that i pursue same thank you so much well uh it was a pleasure uh yeah thank you so much i have nothing else to say so the podcast is goodbye in goodbye <laughs>